Good morning. This is Sharon Smaga. This is Pop Coach Life, where we are pursuing the art of purpose over perfection. Um, and hopefully all podcasts and discussions uh, lend to some aspect of that. That is the goal. And I am back with my dear friend, Sue, for another one of those sis to sis, mom to mom, <laughs> woman to woman, dealing with life conversations. And in the last episode, we had a conversation about rest, play. We got a little bit into letting go of unachievable ideals as one of the barriers to that. And Sue's got some follow-up thoughts and questions about that. Yeah. So I think hopefully um, y'all had a listen to the last couple have been so good talking about ideals and then talking about um, this, this idea of rest, which is so important in just being a restorative action that we take in our lives. And so um, we, we just wanted a quick little follow-up to maybe hit on a couple of things that have to do with that. And so, you know, one thing that we sort of talked about towards the end of our discussion last week was um, the idea that we have this, you know, looking at other people and maybe seeing what they're doing and thinking if we don't achieve a certain thing or keep mm -hmm. doing that we're failing um, somehow. And we, I think maybe that's a relatable thing for a lot of people listening is just feeling like a failure. So in these spaces that we have of not, not doing one thing, we're doing another to try to can not feel that way. And that is a, is a whole other thing of dealing with um, those emotions in themselves. But um, in order to have the rest, which is so important in our lives, we have to have healthy boundaries to be able to protect that time. Mm -hmm. um, and so, you know, I just wanted to give some space for your thoughts too on, um, you know, when trying to carve out time to rest, what do those boundaries have to look like, you know, saying yes to certain things, saying no to certain things, mm -hmm. um, understanding, um, you know, that what we see someone else getting everything right and everything perfect isn't really the real picture of everything right. underneath. Of right. That's on. never real. That's based on very limited information mm -hmm. that you know or things you actually probably more often assume. We're very good at filling in the blanks of our curiosity, especially if we're competing um, and comparing and getting sort of caught up in the performance trap. Mm -hmm. um, and so that might be the first boundary to touch on. And you know, I love talking about boundaries. Mm -hmm. Like the Boundaries are what make relationship work well, mental health work well. They mm -hmm. protect relationship. I just, I love help talking about boundary stuff. So that's a boundary that's in our own minds, right? Like, what am I sort of on the outside looking in? I don't really know what's going on in the four walls of somebody else's home, if you will. Right. Um, but I can jump to conclusions based on what I extrapolate from very limited information or what I think I observe. So the boundary for that would be to stop and recognize that's what you're doing, that you are comparing, that you are competing, that you're seeing something you think you see or or maybe you really are seeing somebody else's gift or talent play out, 
but the reality is it hits where you feel most insecure Mm -hmm. or you're feeling jealous. Um, I, I say a lot that I think jealousy is often driven by where we see somebody else having the courage to, to go after something Mm -hmm. that we want, but we've taken the back seat and have given up on ourselves. And so it's easier to sit back and feel bad and feel that jealousy. So those are psychological boundaries within ourselves that we've got to kind of label and just be honest. Like Mm -hmm. if I'm feeling insecure, I'm going to label it for myself. If I'm feeling jealous, if I'm jumping to conclusions, I'm going to be like, Hey, Smaga. Cause when I talk to myself, I call myself Smaga (laughs) or Hey girl, what are you doing? Come on, Smaga back Mm -hmm. up, back up that truck that you're about to park in that assumption and really question your assumption Mm -hmm. because I am, it's really stunning to have, um, sort of, a, you know, having been in mental health for years or even as a friend with other women, when I'm willing to be vulnerable to kind of sort of have that, um, front row seat to some struggles in people's lives Mm -hmm. and to realize there's what people think is going on and there's what's really going on. And I've noticed, I found a lot of the time, uh, in community where people are genuinely struggling because people in the community don't know all the facts and I don't know that they should, but, but it's very easy to sit back and criticize those people and kind of sit in judgment based on these assumptions. So that first boundary, guys, is super important because your emotions will follow your assumptions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. yeah. And if you're caught up in competing with something that's not real, you're competing with a ghost and not mm-hmm. letting yourself actually... You're also focused on the wrong life because that's not your life. Mm-hmm. What about yours? Right. So you're not even in the moment in your own life with your your own kids, right? It's like you're treating everything like it's a peep show. Well, what is so-and-so doing and what's so-and-so doing? And Oh, that must be nice to have that car. And why don't we have a a house like that? Or yeah. And then we start picking people apart instead of picking ourselves up. Right. So we've got to deal with self first, which is the heart of boundaries anyway. Right. And I think that's really important to hit on then is that the excuses we might have or the things we're trying to talk ourselves out of finding um, restorative time is because we have um, this idea of what we are comparing to and um, really trying to find the healthiest way to do life. So um, I'll use you for an example. (laughs) Um, You have a (laughs) you're very organized. And so in the time that you're doing, you're, you're doing well so that the time you're restored, you're restoring, you have time for that. And so these ideals we have of other people or these vision, these, you know, how we look at other people, you know, it it is kind of trying to boil it down to like, if there's something that you're jealous of or that you're seeing and you do, you know, maybe we'll call it inspiring you that you were like, Oh, I want a cleaner house. So using that, for example, it doesn't mean that you never rest all day and you clean and clean and clean until you drop from exhaustion and you wake up mm-hmm. and you do it again. It means how can you find a way to do it in a more productive way so that you can also 
have restorative time and have healthy. It's always about balance, Mm -hmm. which I think is what you're saying, right? It's that balance. It's always about balance. I have, I, my joke is I don't have a to-do list. I have a running marquee (laughs) (laughs) because I just can't keep up with it all. Um, and that's okay. Like Mm -hmm. right now, something as simple as I still need to cut back my lavender and deal with my mint bed. And I have, and they look awful. If you come to my house, everything in the backyard looks great, except those look awful. And I look at it and go, well, it's on the list. Mm -hmm. I will get to it when I have some time and energy because I got X, Y, and Z done in the rest of the yard. So it's not about, again, because you could, it's so easy to get caught up in performance. It's so easy. Mm -hmm. So it's about learning how to let things go. I've never had a chore or something uh, at work leave while I was gone. (laughs) Every Mm -hmm. time I come in, the same amount of work is on my desk as when I left the Mm -hmm. last time. Right. Um, the chore list never gets up and runs off. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, I wish there was such a thing as fairies. And if there were that they would come clean my house while I was gone. Mm -hmm. I know. But that's never happened either. (laughs) So it's about getting real, right? right? So, um, I don't have to have a perfectly clean house. It needs to be functional and safe and organized enough to feel good for my mental health. Mm -hmm. And then there's my craft room. It looks like a tornado went through it. Um, because I, it's my work in progress. And that might mean I clean out one thing from it once a week and go, Mm -hmm. well, look at me getting things done. And I walk off, you know, brush dust off my hands, walk out and go do the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So it's always going to be about balance guys and gals always about balance. Um, if it's all work, you lose the joy of why you're doing the work. If it's all play, um, you are going to spiral down into mm-hmm. a life of poverty and misery of your own making. Yeah. It's always about balance, but we need time for play. Right. So I think, you know, the first thing you talked about, like not comparing, finding balance. And then one thing that I have also found um, helpful, which ties into the idea of balance. I think if you're not a list maker, maybe making a list would help because then you can put it off of your mind because you know it's somewhere mm-hmm. and you can come back to it. So that helps again. But I, one thing, um, write it down and let it go. Right. You, like, r- no, right. it's there. Yes. So you don't have to put mental focus on that exactly. and perseverate on it, which starts to spark anxiety. Right. Right. Worry. And yeah. yeah. And then the last thing, which you might have a better word for, but I know one thing that sucks my mental energy is if I have something that I need to do and I keep putting it off. And so I needed procrastinations. Yeah. And it's specifically like task really where it's something that might take me two minutes if I were to sit down. And so if there's those little things that you're like, there are the constant things that are in the back of your mind. Like mm-hmm. I need to get my oil changed or I need to do those things when they come Schedule up. Schedule it, do get them, it done. Yes. Do yes. them get them off of your list so that they're not one of those. I call it, it's sort of uh, living concurrently with the demands of life. The Mm -hmm. more that you can, uh, I am not a multitasker. I stink at it. I don't know who came up with this term. Uh, My running joke is I think they made it up to get more out of us at work and make us feel guilty if we're not doing more. I don't think it's a real thing. Mm -hmm. What I am really good at is task shifting. Mm Mm-hmm. So putting one thing down or a plan didn't go the way I thought, then what can I get done? 
And sometimes it's sitting, calling, scheduling appointments. Yeah. And it's not very, um, you know, it's certainly not the bells and whistles of your life, mm -hmm. but in a really fundal, fundamental way, your, your ability and willingness to just take responsibility and keep up with the, uh, it's sort of like the oil in your engine. Mm-hmm life doesn't go very smoothly and eventually completely breaks down like a car if you don't have oil. Right. Yeah. So sometimes the stuff you don't want, the tiny tasks, the boring tasks, the mundane, um, those are, that's the grease on your gears. That's mm -hmm. the oil in your engine. So keep your engine well oiled. Otherwise they are the thing that's constantly in the back of your mind nagging you. And it's going to take more energy and more time from your day when that's sitting there burdening your thoughts. And in that you are not playing, you're actually avoiding folks. Yeah. Like I want to be really clear about that. Mm -hmm. That actually takes away your ability mm -hmm. to rest and play because right. mm -hmm. you're avoiding. It's, and I will affirm your, um, the statement you made too. I don't know that really any of us were made to be multitaskers. I know that that looks really good on resumes and that people like to hear that. But, um, I was reading to a book the other day and all of this stuff is very interesting too. If you get into the depths and intricacies of dopamine and serotonin, yes. and how it works and you're stimulating all of the things and these things of checking them off and, and doing all of that. Yes. But it actually kicks up those really good chemicals, y'all, yes. that you're getting from wasting hours yeah. on social media mm -hmm. or spending too many hours on Netflix because we all want those yeah. dopamine hits mm -hmm. and that's good. So we get them in healthy ways. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in reading about some of that stuff, too, it was talking about this idea of multitasking and just that, you know, if there's something that's distracting us, it. I think I read that it takes like an, it was several minutes it can take for us to put our focus back on something yes. else rather than just tasking or list making and things like that, where we can get those dopamine hits of checking our boxes and crossing the things off Girl, and just going one I'm, at a time. I have been known. I did it just last week. I was going out to run an errand during the work hours and I had my little task list on my desk. I'm a big task list person. Mm -hmm. Just don't spend so much time making your list that you're not actually doing the tasks. That's <laughs> right. avoidance. I know people that do that. So busy preparing that they never execute kind yeah. of deal. I was rushing off to the bank or something and I went, oh, and I stopped and added it to my list before I left. Uh -huh. So I could run to the bank, come back and check it off when I came in. Yes. Because it feels that, great. It does. It I feels think great. I've, I think I've heard that too. Put down, if you are trying to jump into this, healthier world, put down the first three to five things that you know you're going to accomplish. Woke up, check. Yep. <laughs> Brushed my teeth, hopefully, check. You yep. know, got dressed. when I Made it to work you know, on time, maybe. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. things that are, you know, and maybe then work your way up to things that are a little bit, you know, like maybe being on time is something that you haven't done. And so put that as something now being on time. And, and so start working on those things to unburden your mind and mm -hmm. give yourself those boosts of truthfully, the happy chemicals in us that, mm -hmm. that, um, allow us to feel achievement and joy. And so, yeah, so don't compare, have, what was the second thing we <laughs> <laughs> um, we're talking about not comparing and then 
balance. Balance. Kind of staying in real time. Oh. And then. And if I could make a suggestion, actually, and I, I teach people this all the time and I do it for myself. Yes, we have things we need to do. The problem is, as soon as we say need, doesn't part of your brain kind of go, uh, mm-hmm. okay, right? Mm-hmm. So the hook that comes with that word is really interesting. And yes, in the sense of responsibilities, we need to get things done. However, when I say, if you think about something you want to do, what's your internal response to that? Yeah. You, um, motivation. Yeah. It feels yeah. different, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, because really, even the things you need to do, you don't, you don't have to do them. A lot mm-hmm. of people don't. Their yeah. lives are imploding, mm-hmm. but yeah. they don't do them. Mm-hmm. So it's really not a have to. Um, even some of the things we probably ought to be doing, should mm-hmm. be doing, which implies a moral imperative. And yes, there mm-hmm. are moral imperatives. I should pay the people I owe money to, for example. But when I sit down, uh, Sophie, talk about that, and I say... I want to be financially responsible. That makes me feel good. That Mm -hmm. absolutely kicks up my dopamine. Mm -hmm. That's very different than, well, I have to pay my bills. You know, that's Mm -hmm. more the Eeyore thing, right? (laughs) It's it's a beautiful day, but there's one rain cloud and it's raining on me. Mm -hmm. So you can actually shift where you talk about should, coulds, woulds, need to, have to, any of that you shift to, I want to do this, mm-hmm. and you find your hook for that. What is your reason why, right? I don't enjoy writing out bills per se or <laughs> giving other people my money, but I love the feeling of being financially responsible. That feels mm-hmm. good to me. That's my internal reward. That's my dopamine hit. And then it becomes a, oh, I don't have to pay. There's bills sitting right on my desk mm-hmm. right there, right on the corner of my desk where we're sitting I don't have to do that, but I want to get those taken care of and organized uh, Mm -hmm. before I leave on Thursday evening Mm -hmm. because that feels good to me. That's my dopamine hit. So anything you can shift to a want will help Mm -hmm. energize that a little more. Yeah. Awesome. So that's one of my favorite little internal tricks I use all the time. Yeah. I don't even think about it anymore. It was something you said that I went, oh, wait, I got to talk about what yeah. too. No, that's important. Yeah. yeah. I think that's important, especially when you're trying to figure out, you know, those things that, again, will like unburden your mind. It's the desire is to have a time to rest and have more mental energy to put towards desirable things. And so you want that. And so you want to get these tests and the you yeah. know, different things. So there, yeah. there's definitely a positive way to, to look at those. To, to make and it. I have, I have hobbies that, uh, are absolutely mindless. Like maybe I just knit some dishcloths cause I want to take some to my sister-in-law when I go see her for Thanksgiving because with her arthritis, those help her. Mm-hmm. It's a mindless activity for me. Mm-hmm. I can, I can sit and watch TV or listen to something on uh, a podcast Mm -hmm. (laughs) while I do it. Um, I found this. Have you ever done diamond painting is what they call it. And those little dots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have discovered the joy of diamond painting. It is the most mindless hobby or craft I have ever tried. And there's something almost addictive about it because you can just sit and plunk, plunk, Mm -hmm. plunk. And it frees up my mind. I get to create, but my mind is free to sort of wander Mm -hmm. and 
sometimes we're avoiding that. It's really important for restoration, play and rest mm -hmm. to give your mind space to sort of wander. Yeah. It's mm -hmm. part of how we process. It's part mm -hmm. of how we um, embed things into memory. It's part of how we can kind of sort out our feelings, um, what we're really thinking about something. This happens for mm -hmm. me when I swim laps too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't have to think about it anymore. I've got the breathing down, the movement down. I'm just back and forth and back and forth. And my, I start to get bored. And then my mind goes, Ooh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. Let's wander. And it does all over the place. I remember a time in my life when I was very, very busy, busy, busy and not finding time or rest. And someone forget what context it was in, but they said something about being bored and I'm like, I couldn't tell you the last time I ever felt that feeling. I don't know what bored feels like. So <laughs> may like, I suggest? I want to feel bored one day. <laughs> yeah. If you don't have the free time to be bored, you, your life's probably out of balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Like I'm not talking about, oh, I'm bored with my job and maybe need right. to make a shift because yes. I'm not engaged. We're not talking about disengagement. Right. But just the free time. One of my favorite things to do is get in my hammock. Mm -hmm. dip my leg over the side and rock myself back and forth with my toes. Mm -hmm. I have yeah. no other agenda mm -hmm. and I love it. Yeah. Right. You need time to be bored. Mm -hmm. So yeah. if you're not, if you don't have, if you can't relate to that, yeah. like Sue, then maybe you, that's your indicator. Something's out of balance. You're kind of the all work, no play mm -hmm. person and you need to bring some balance back in. Yeah, this is fun. Like there's, I think there's just so much in this over time to touch on, but I think we've hit some really important ideas, core concepts that maybe will help yeah. you all get to thinking, reassess, reevaluate, think yeah. about your priorities. Do you feel like you've got a life pretty in balance? Like, mm -hmm. um, and I, for me guys, I know when I'm out of balance, cause I start to feel depleted and I start to resent, uh, in very subtle ways, things I love doing. Mm -hmm. And that's my cue. That's my cue to go, uh-oh, what's out of whack, Sharon? And what do you need to do to adjust and tweak and fix it? Like mm -hmm. what's going on that you need to um, sort of tweak, repair. Maybe it's time to let something go. Maybe I'm holding on to a relationship uh, that I, in the past was restorative that's sort of sucking me dry because that can happen. Um, I'm sure I've been that for other people in their lives at times. So that's no criticism. It's just facts, right? So no, if you can start to figure this out, then think about what are the cues that tell you you're out of balance. Yeah. Um, and the, the more you attune to those, the easier it is to sort of tweak and bring the balance back. It's like when we were kids on the teeter-totter mm -hmm. and I was always one of the tiny kids. Mm -hmm. And then one of those big old boys would come over to get on the other end and I'd be like, uh, because <laughs> they could keep me stuck way up in the air, right? It was, we were not balanced. We did not balance well on the mm -hmm. teeter-totter. So it's this balance between work and play, productivity and rest. Mm -hmm. And know when you're, if, if you're out of balance now, start to figure out ways to get some balance in. And the more you do that, you'll start to sense when you're out of whack, when it's mm -hmm. out of balance. So, okay. Hope this has been helpful, y'all. We were trying to do this one a little shorter. I'm not sure we accomplished that, <laughs> but we're trying. Cause I know uh, for a lot of people, life is better in soundbite. So 
Uh, love you guys. Keep pursuing purpose over perfection. And I will talk to you next time. Bye-bye.